sitting here with you guys and today we have a very special guest the University of Maryland as the eboard on with us and today they're joining us to talk about tips for adjusting to virtual learning online health and wellness how to be productive at home and why routines can help during quarantine so give us a review on Apple podcasts or whatever platform you use we always read your feedback help us make this the best podcast for you And always don't forget, if you guys are studying for boards, any sort of prep you need, use our code VIBES75, V-I-B-E-S 75, for $75 off BNB Dental NBDE boards prep. You could visit their website, bnbdental.com, and you could check them out on Instagram at BNB underscore dental. How is uh, San Francisco right now amidst this whole fiasco? Yeah, well, California has been hit pretty hard and I I work in um Cupertino like the heart of Silicon Valley and that I kind of think was like the epicenter in the Bay Area so you know I I work in education too so like our schools have gone completely online too and I'm doing a lot of um I'm doing all my counseling online also um but it's 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 bad here we're in like sheltered we're sheltering in place and we have been for like the past I think a couple of weeks now and then they just extended it to like May 3rd. So I'm really not, you know, just trying to social distance and stay inside as much as possible or, you know, right. But it's, I it's, saw there was a, a guy wearing like a hula hoop that was six feet in <laughs> diameter and walking around with that. Oh on. my gosh. Well, <laughs> oh my that's God. Really. That's so yeah. extra. Yeah. I mean, but it's just an inconvenience. To, if, imagine if everyone was wearing a hula hoop, like that would I just know. be like chaos. <laughs> Rather than everyone wearing Very masks, hot. let's just get those human hamster ball things and everyone just rolls around in those all day. Know, Bubble, boy. Bubble boy. Bubble boy. There you go. Right. Oh, yeah. Man. How is it in Florida? Same thing. Florida, I think yeah. that we're a little bit behind you guys um, yeah. up north. And then, of course, you're over there right next to Washington. Um, so it's I, it seems like uh, up north is like a couple of weeks behind Italy, and you heard that Italy they're kind of plateauing now. I don't know if you heard about they that. They peaked last week or sometime this week. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then I think yeah, a, a lot of people yeah. are projecting that Florida is going to be somewhere around May peaking, early May or something like that. So I we'll, think they we'll said see. Maryland is supposed yeah. to peak around second week of April, so uh-huh. it's coming up. But coming up. Uh, just get, get all your groceries, get it ready for the apocalypse. But mayonnaise sandwiches yeah. for yeah. the next month. <laughs> yeah, I was no, literally I stockpiled protein bars and protein shakes in my basement. Nice. There we go. There you go. All right. If, if you guys saw our Wait. pantry right now, you wouldn't oh, okay. believe how much stuff we have between the protein cookies and the wheat thins and everything. Wait, wait, hold on. Let's get back. What protein products do you buy? I just shop at Aldi. Pure protein is really good for like meal replacement. I like those. Which ones? Pure protein. I think they sell them at Costco. Everyone likes them. They so so like I feel like they're controversial in in like flavor. Like I'm not the biggest fan, but I think that they're good. Like if you're super hungry and don't have time to eat for like lab, it's like perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my personal 
opinion amateur opinion i'm not like big into protein powders and stuff so i don't know much about it try a fit crunch by robert irving those protein bars are the truth Fit crunch okay yeah crunch so lauren you brought up coda earlier so i've got some dates for all of our listeners um this is from the coda website and i'll put the link in the description so on april 2nd which is today Coda is supposed to hold a closed special meeting to discuss USDE guidance and determine policies, procedures, and accreditation standards that are going to be reviewed. Um, but I'll just skip to the chase here. The most important date, it looks like, uh, is going to be um, April 13th, 2020. Uh, Coda is going to hold closed special meeting to discuss the review committee recommendations and Issue directive on final temporary allowances to policies, procedures, and accreditation standards. So that's going to be the final meeting. And then um, they're holding a lot of meetings. I'm looking at this. Uh, Mid-May, COTA is going to hold another closed special meeting to take action on the program reports. So all these meetings are closed? They're all closed. (laughs) They're all special. But um, it looks like basically our timeline for figuring out, you know, when people are going to graduate, all of that sort of stuff um, is going to be determined late April, mid-May. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think about that? What's going on over in Maryland? Have you guys heard anything about, uh, I know the D4s are freaking out. Actually, every- we just got another email. <laughs> and, like last time they sent us an email, it was like, we're getting 36% of like $80. I don't even know. It's like such a small amount. And like our whole like group chat just blew up. Like, no, no, no. Total, our were so for bad. semester is $14.83. Oh my God. So far. Like, I mean, they're still reviewing things, but it's like that. No, they're not. It doesn't sound right. They're not. They, because our professors are still our professors and teaching us and technically training us, we're not going to receive probably any refund on that tuition at all. Mm. Yeah. You guys are talking about tuition refunds. I mean, they've they've been saying they're like still looking into it. And then there was supposed to be a town hall meeting today, which I'm not. I wasn't going to. Sorry, let's backtrack because we were talking about CODA. So right now with our class with the D4s, about a third of them have not passed boards yet, supposedly. This is what what I hear. Part one and part um, two. Part three. Like the ADEX? Isn't there there step one, two, and three? No, it's just two. The clinical part. There's There's a bunch of people that didn't pass the part two. Like I had, I assisted someone who like their patient got stolen back from them at like the last second they had a patient, but it was someone's alternate. And then that person was like, I need my alternate back like last five minutes. And then, so he came back and, um, he was like, I guess I'll take it in April. And now it's like moved back till at least June. They say May 30th at at least, I think. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, no one, no one knows what's going to happen. Their graduation ceremony was canceled. Um, it's, it's like DDS degree online, I guess. Right. And I mean, it's funny, Ariana, that you should mention that the next kind of point that we were going to go from there and I'll kind of piggyback on that is that, you know, we're making this transition to DDS, DMD via Zoom U. Um, and you know, everyone sees all the memes and all the posts on Instagram and Facebook. And I mean, you know, you get a little laugh at it, but it's, it is a little concerning. Um, so some of the things that, you know, we're all about is reinforcing positivity and trying to move forward. Um, and look at it in the most positive light that we can. So we're, you know, kind of interested, what are some tips that you might have to helping to adjust to, you know, virtual learning online? So a good one is like, 
what would be your ideal routine, do you think, to keep up with everything? So I, I can just say what personally I've been doing that's really helped. I think that I've been lucky to transition into it really well because I think I needed some of the time to be home with family. And like, I've really looked at it in that way that like, I'm finally going to get to see my family that I'm like always too busy for. And um, being appreciative and, and like having gratitude for, for those people in your life um, kind of makes it easier to just get through in general. But like from a day-to-day basis I think waking up not at like three o'clock in the afternoon you know trying to get your day started make your bed I I watched this video like this guy that's like super successful like millionaire got uh athlete and he was like every day I wake up at 6 30 a.m and like I go for a run and I make my bed and and now I do that and it like makes you have a sense of purpose when you start your day and um I make to-do lists for everything. I schedule time in my schedule, like practice my clinic manual, like look at, you know, this, practice some Spanish because it's like things I want to do before, you know, the big day, whenever it comes. Yeah. So I have actually a a few tips. I have a few tips of, um, that I think would help, help others. Um, one thing I would say is you want to continue to wake up at the same time you were previously the same time every day. You want to get up. You want it to be like a normal day. You want to get dressed. You want to have breakfast. You want to go out for walks. You want to exercise at home. As Ari said, you want to keep a to-do list. You need to have, you know, a designated study area. Um, you need to take breaks. Like, you're, just because you're home doesn't mean, you know, you don't allow yourself to take breaks. At the same time, though, you don't want to be on social media too much. You don't want to online shop too much you know I feel like a lot of people are probably shop online talking a lot right now and their credit card bills after this pandemic is probably here they're probably going to be atrocious so um things that I've personally been doing I've been trying to like I've been basically doing everything that I just rattled off but I've also you know I also have an art degree I have a science degree I have an art degree I've been getting back into my art so I've been I've been doing that which I feel like I've kind of been neglecting since I've been in dental school but at the same time that's one of the reasons why I decided to become a dentist so uh, I've also been doing stuff around my house. Making your house a more harmonious environment right now is incredibly important because we're here 24, 24 hours a day. So um, I repainted the downstairs of my row home. I've been hanging pictures, framing pictures. Uh, you also uh, want to continue eating healthy, having snacks, taking breaks, you know, all those sorts of things. So you guys have been so busy. Wow. <laughs> Oh, that's good, though. That's really good. Um, it's funny. We were actually going to bring up a lot of these topics that you touched on uh, with this, like, kind of to-do list, breaks, designated study area. So all that's kind of great. But I've got a big question. It's a really important one. Are you in your PJs all day or not? Are you getting dressed up? You know, what's kind so of... So I wanted to say that, you know, it's nice to have the routine and to wake up at the same time and all that. But I think that it's also nice to take advantage of the fact that we do kind of have this, like, break upon us that, like... We can, we can still, like, relax it a little bit, and, like, I, usually I get up and, like, I put on, like, exercise clothes that, so that eventually I'll, I'll get outside and go do something, like, work out or something, but today I'm, I'm wearing my ducky PJs, and I have no shame about it, and, like, (laughs) and, you know, sometimes it's okay to do that, you know, it's, it's just, like, what are you feeling like that day, but you have to kind of wake up each day and, and check in with your if you think being in your PJs and it's not going to like 
make you feel lazy or like gross then like whatever like it's okay um and another thing I wanted to say like in terms of the to-do list I think to-do lists are like kind of my enemy and my like it's a double-edged sword sort of because they can really overwhelm you sometimes if there's like so many things on it and you're like where do I even begin so I like to say that like to-do lists are like treatment planning and like you have to prioritize like what's like the most important things you have to get done and that's not always like work related it's like put in an hour for yoga or an hour for working out or to make you know meal prepping for the next week because those are things that also factor into like your overall like well-being so that's a, that's a really good comparison yeah. honestly to do list and treatment planning i like yeah. that mm-hmm. that's, that's, really that's the only way i can make it so that i don't like get really overwhelmed so that's my strategy i like bold and underline the most important things and then only underline if it's like sort of important and then i don't do anything if it's not important and it sounds so crazy but it like works for me so that's my my tip so yeah, right. <laughs> love it Another important thing to mention is that, you know, kind of like we're doing right now, and it's another thing on our list that we have is talking to people, um, not just allowing yourself to get that cabin fever. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't physically go anywhere, but it's nice that we have this technology. Like, you know, we have Zoom via class so we can see one another, which is nice. Right. But we also have, you know, Skype kind of like we're doing now, and we have FaceTime so we can still communicate with everyone and keep up those interpersonal communication and relationships. So that's another big thing. Definitely. Right. I mean, right. think about what it was like in like the uh, if we had this in the 1920s or something. No, uh, no Skype. Well, no even Skype. in the 1990s, oh, like, my yeah. friends, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Are you yeah. thinking yeah. of the 1918 pandemic? <laughs> We're very I'm lucky sure. to have this technology right now. We have to write letters to each other. Yeah, which is. Still fun to do sometimes, right? There's so much you can do on your computer. I feel like yeah. people are like, I'm living off of Snapchat, and I'm like, I'm literally living off of my computer because it's like you do your work on it, and then everything else that I want to do is like from my computer. So thank God, like yeah. for technology, you can even play like um. I, I was gonna give you guys like a handout with like all these online resources because like I think the power of the World Wide Web is like not to go unnoticed right now. Because, like, there's so much you can do, like, videos you can watch for working out, and um, you can even play, like, board games with people, like, uh, what is it called? Cards Against Humanity. Oh, we were yeah. about to play it the other night. I did that the other day. So. It's really fun. No, yeah. and also a lot yeah. of dental organizations are doing free CEs right now that you can oh, apply yeah. towards after you've yeah. graduated from dental school. So That's I would clutch. definitely take advantage of that right yeah. now. Some EGD, of them are only for, like, the next EWC. two weeks. Like, C- we just got exposed to C-Docs, which is, like, all about, like, digital dentistry. Um, and they're doing the next two weeks of, like, free webinars, and you just have to RSVP for them. So I'll also put that in the little doc that I sent you yeah, guys later. Yeah, awesome. Send that, uh, send that doc over yeah. with all the resources. What other, what other CEs have you guys been watching, if any? So I also follow for.org, um, and they periodically send me, like, uh, webinar seminars that they've like recorded and they're always like in like Germany and other places around the world so I think that not just um watching CE like that's you know in nationwide like but also seeing what's out there beyond the U.S. and like how you know different techniques are employed and like I don't know just their opinions on oral health I think it's important it's important to have that perspective too so um, they have like experts from like all like there was one from Italy, one from Germany, one from like Poland, and they were all sitting in a line and like they'd ask a question and then they'd all have their own opinions on that one question, like a clinical 
case-based scenario. So um, I like that a lot. And they send me emails, so stuff that, like, sent, shoots you emails periodically and, like, reminds you, like, hey, like, check us out. Um, they do that with Dental Town as well. So mm -hmm. those, are, those are some of the ones that I really like. Um, and it's just every day, like, you're, there's just so much. It's almost overwhelming, and you can barely scratch the surface of the resources that are on, on dentistry that are online. So... Awesome. Awesome. What do, you, what do you guys use? Do you guys have any that you really like? We are, we're on literally everything. Like, um, we just okay. went to, um, what was it? Oh my God. I can't remember. Uh, Dawson. We, we just went to Dawson, uh, the other week. Um, but there's a bunch of stuff that comes out for Dawson. Uh, I don't know if you've seen like all the stuff for AGD. Um, they mm -hmm. put out a ton of content and then I don't know if you yeah. guys follow like dental nachos and, uh, Mark Costas and, like, there's just a million people putting out content right now. Yeah, yeah, right. it's crazy, and it's all we free right now, so it's like got to take mm -hmm. advantage. Mm -hmm. Right, and we talked about, um, you know, kind of some things that we're doing for dentistry related, but as far as like mental health, um, I'm sure Nida could weigh in on that. Um, you know, what are yeah. some things that we could be doing right now for, you know, our mental health? You know, we're talking, we talked about, you know, dental related things and kind of physical, but like, what is some good mental health stuff? Because that's super important, also. Yeah, I mean, I have a ton of tips. Like, I think one thing to know is that, like, the students I've been working have been expressing, like, a variety of different emotions, whether it's, like, anxiety, depression, sadness. But I think, as a whole, we're all kind of going through this together. So this is a really um, unprecedented thing that we're experiencing. Like, none of us in our lifetime, and even our parents' lifetimes, have ever experienced something like this. So I feel like, the world is really going through this like collective trauma together, if you can th think about it in that way, or like collective grief. And we've all sort of lost something, whether it's like our sense of freedom or our health, um, our sense of security, you know, or, you know, we're constantly worried about our loved ones. Um, even things like, I know you guys were talking about like, um, lose, not being able to walk in your graduation ceremony. Like that's a huge thing. And I work with college students who've worked you know, years to be able to graduate and they're not going to be able to get that. And like, for example, my sister had to push back her wedding. You know, these, these things seem small in the bigger picture of like lives being lost, but I think it's important to remember that these are like really important milestones for people. And it's like, okay to grieve these things. Right. So I think, I think really what I want to pinpoint is that it's like, okay to not be 100% and that it's like, okay to not be normal right now because there is like no normal reaction to what's happening right so you know what I've really been telling my students and the, the clients I've been working with is to have like a lot of compassion for yourself and be gentle with yourself like you guys were talking about the transition to online learning and just know that like you might not be at 100% capacity as you normally are even like the instructors I'm working with are really overwhelmed with that transition too and some of them have never done an online class so we're all kind of in this together and I think it's important to have um, kind of compassion for ourselves and also maybe lower expectations a little bit because what we're experiencing is really really difficult so it's normal not to be 100% right so I just really wanted to preface that and to kind of normalize that experience of anxiety that we're all going through um, but luckily there are a lot of good mental health tips that we can talk about I've been telling um, all my students, like, this is a really hard situation because 
a lot of people don't like it. We don't have any control over it. Right. And that's really what causes anxiety is that feeling of not having control over our surroundings and our situations. So I've really just been telling my students to just focus on what they can. And one of those things is um, really creating like a self-care plan. So when I talk about self-care, it's really about like um, what things can you implement in your daily life that are going to help to kind of ease some of the distress that we're all experiencing, right? So I do have some good tips. I think um, having a plan in place is good because if we are kind of experiencing like a crisis situation, then we'll already, you know, have a backup plan of what we're going to do in those situations. So one of the things that I practice a lot and I think is really helpful is um, mindfulness. I don't know if you guys have heard of mindfulness. I think it's a big topic in mental health, right? Yeah, meditation and mindfulness. Yeah, so I, I highly recommend mindfulness right now. It really just will allow you to kind of be in the present moment. And that can really, a lot of like emotional dysregulation is caused by thinking about the past or, you know, being concerned about future events that we really have no control over. So mindfulness meditation really allows us to like bring ourselves back into the present moment. Mm-hmm. And it's the calmer nervous system. So there's a lot of research on this. And even not during a pandemic, I highly recommend practicing mindfulness as much as you can. I think some of the research is saying even like 20 minutes a day can make such a huge difference in anxiety and depression. So I've been recommending that for a lot of people. I've started a more regular um, mindfulness practice myself. And there's like a lot of good resources. So if you've never done it before, there's some really great, um, it's really great technology now for mindfulness. So there is something yeah. called... Um, I've been using this this app. It's called 10% Happier. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Mm-hmm. I I like Headspace. Yeah, Headspace. That's another good. big one. Yeah, Headspace is good. I like the Calm app. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend like starting with guided meditations if you've never done it before. Um, and then the 10% Happier app is really cool because they have a whole pandemic kind of very specific pandemic mindfulness um, tools. Really? So have, wow. Yeah, so cool. And they actually made it free for healthcare workers, so I, I highly recommend it. But it's like a pandemic um, mindfulness, uh, daily mindfulness practice where they have um, kind of famous people in that field come and do um, a meditation. So I highly recommend that. that that's actually been helping me a lot. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of the biggest things. So check that out. Mm. What other apps are good? Um, like Headspace is great. You mentioned that, yeah. right? I also, yeah, I also wanted to add that, like, meditation doesn't always have to be just, like, the traditional guided meditation. Like, you can meditate just by sitting silently and just, like, breathing, like, yeah. three at a time, like, you know, practicing like, yoga, because that, in a way, that's also meditation. Um, exactly. And yeah. there, you know, there's, I, I was looking for, like, yoga online, and, like, there's, there, there's, like, short YouTube clips for like for anger and frustration and like stress and anxiety and like everything that people are like all the bad feel like maybe not negative feelings but just all the feelings that people are going through right now um and there's nothing wrong with any feelings that you might be having because you know anybody's reaction to this is completely unique and normal and um and so it had just like all sorts of emotions arranged a spectrum and like you know anything that you could want to like kind of pinpoint it's really just through um mindfulness and just realizing that there's like a a bigger like force that that brings us all together because I mean really I think more than anything this whole pandemic is teaching us that 
we're all just human and we're all going through this collective thing yes. and we're all yes. going to be okay if we, you know, support each other and our community and are cohesive. So like, um, I think that being mindful and being grateful, um, and doing things like meditating, even if some, I've even heard like two minutes a day sometimes is better mm-hmm. than nothing. Mm-hmm. It, and it, if, if it's like, if it drives you crazy to sit there in silence for 20 minutes, like you can start with 30 seconds or two minutes and it does make a difference. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. like I, I can't speak about it more cause it's like, it's helped me too. So, yeah. So yeah, tell me a little bit about exercise. What, are, what have you guys been doing for exercise? exercise is there, what are some good resources uh, for, for exercise? Well, you know, honestly, I think um, you guys talked a little bit about this, but being out in nature is really, really helpful. Just like, I think um, it helps like calm the nervous system to be around the ocean or, you know, so if you can take walks outside and of course keep your social distance, I think that's a really good thing. There's any like trails nearby? Yeah. Yoga. I I agree that I've been doing yoga at home, which has been really good. There's a lot of um, different apps that you can download for yoga. There's free ones on YouTube. So I've been doing that. Uh, Peloton is doing first 90 days free. And that's like Peloton. My mom has one and I use it. I'm, I'm lucky, but like they do running, cycling, yoga. They do Zumba, like their own Zumba now, and like they have everything. And it's like a great. I mean, you I should try know. it at least. It's free, so there's yeah. a bunch that are just doing free stuff right now, free seven days, free thirty days. But that's like probably the best deal out there is the Peloton one. And mm. you can actually, people think you need a Peloton. You you can do it on any bike, any stationary bike. So I've done well, it like at the school gym, and it's like. It's not the same, but it's like still it works. Yeah. So. Well, you don't get to compete with like all the people with the leaderboard and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, you don't do that? Come on. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> she, she does. does it motivates me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I'll been I've personally been getting into like running because I'm just like I have so much time. We have so much time by ourselves now. It's like I think getting yeah. out in nature and working out more are like two things that I love to do. And like I I run outside, so I get to kill two birds with one stone. So, yeah, that's awesome. I, you, I just bought running shoes. I just bought an Apple Watch. Like, we're good to go now. Yeah. It's time to run. That's what we're going to do after this. I want to get one of those. Good yeah. running shoes are like, it's, it's, you need it. Like, you can't run with bad shoes. Like, it just totally ruins the experience. So. Yeah. Like, what were those things? The five finger, five toe? Uh, remember the, oh, the foot gloves? Those are supposedly really oh, bad for your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really, any of those. really Oh, bad. I thought they were, like, good for you, actually. But I oh, really? See, I thought at first there were studies that came out that they were really good, and then you need more support, more longitudinal studies, and it turns out it's really not good for you. I Maybe I'm wrong. I think more support. I think <laughs> yeah, like, you definitely probably, do. like, the, homo sap- the early homo sapiens were, like, did different like foot anatomy and like their feet probably were like more sturdy than ours. Ours are, they break easily. Like you could break a toe just by like stubbing your toe in the door. Like, trust me, I don't think those foot <laughs> shoes are like good no. for you. How many toes have you In terms of evolution and I'm about so to I, I, finger. I think I I'm studied, about to finger. I keep jamming it. I studied biological anthropology in college. So I will oh. tell you that the human yeah. beings that would did more not than. evolve well for humans are the feet and the back. That is oh, why people true. have such back problems and foot problems. We need to so. be shorter. We should just all be shorter. I think evolved. To I don't know. I kind of like being five eight, but <laughs> short people problems. So if you're right. shorter, does that make you like your back? I guess make your back healthier. No, because I'm really no, short. It's, back it's, I think it's, it's the thing is, 
a lot of people with lower back problems, it's because you need very strong core, a very strong core to have a healthy back. And a lot of people don't. And, but at the same time, you need the design. You need the strong core because of the design. So that's ergonomics. Right. 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 What did All right, well, school? you heard it here first, 500 sit-ups a day. 500 right. sit-ups a day. I That's think, right. okay, so I think the, the next best thing to do to talk about, because you're on this journey of wellness, um, and a great mm-hmm. way to wrap up wellness was, I know Ariana, we're talking about this earlier in the week, um, and I think Lauren uh, wants to, you know, contribute a little bit on this, but it was about the eight dimensions of wellness. Um, I know that's something that you guys are pretty passionate about, and I think Nida could definitely give us some tips on that, too, so you know, what are these eight dimensions of wellness um, and how can we satisfy them while, you know, to live a fulfilled life while we're in this quarantine pandemic here? So um, did you want me to start off and just, I can like list them off and like kind of explain what each of them are briefly. And then For if sure, you want to go awesome. into more of like what, Nida, like what you've done, like with students and stuff like in your practice. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So um, basically, there's eight dimensions. Um, there's eight components of, that make up your wellness. Um, you don't necessarily have to think that all of them have to always be in perfect balance and perfect harmony to be like considered well. You know, some people are more religious or more spiritual, and so they put more um, of their emphasis on certain aspects of their wellness. Or if you're in school, you might be a little imbalanced because you're always like focused on your academic wellness and your vocational career wellness. So I just want to, before I start, I just want to say it's okay to not be in perfect balance and everyone's balance is different and it can be changing depending on your situation. Um, it's just to know that like there's m- many components that make up your, your spirit and your being and like it's, you shouldn't limit it to just like, I have to just get the, the A's and like ace my exams and that's it. It's, it's a lot more than that. And mm-hmm. to be a successful person, you have to like pay attention to social So. Um, so there's eight, um, I have like a little, um, the, on the handout, I, I included like the, the image with the eight dimensions, um, cause it's just like cute, but, um, <laughs> the first one is, um, vocational wellness. And I want to just talk about vocational academic really quick, because obviously those are the crux of our, you know, the, the next few years that, and the rest of our careers, it's like, you know, we're passionate about it and there's nothing wrong with putting so much into those two aspects of our career and our academics. Um, But there's also physical wellness, um, and that includes your exercise, your nutrition, regular doctor visits. Um, You have your um, physical wellness and, I mean, sorry, spiritual wellness. And this might sometimes mean religion for some people, but that doesn't mean to say that spiritual wellness is just um, prayer and belief. Um, it's composed of our values and our beliefs, and it's shown through our compassion and gratitude to others. Um, it's the meaning and purpose that we create in our lives through the communities and clubs and groups that we're a part of. Um, and, you know, without this and, you know, this kind of ties into social wellness, because without these communities um, and, and our dental community, our, our friends from dental school, like those are people that are, you know, we have really close bonds with. Um, that's why you guys are still doing these podcasts and keeping this going while school is closed. Like these are, these are things that give purpose to our life. Um, and so making sure those things are like still being paid attention to. So thanking people for things and, and still keeping in touch and asking people how they're doing, call, giving people calls, even if they're not like your closest friend, like just feel like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, how's, how have you been coping with everything? And it, it goes a much longer way than you think. Like, 
people don't realize like the smallest things will make a difference. Like if you're in the elevator and you're like, you know, have a great day or like, I like your shoes. Like it sounds stupid, but it's, you know, that's, that's part of your spiritual wellness because it's like what makes up um, your values and like, and how you treat others and how you treat yourself is your spiritual wellness. Um, Emotional. And I talked about social a little bit as a part of it because they go hand in hand. Um, Emotional is just like, our, emotion, our introspective and how we deal with our feelings. Environmental um, is just like if our environment is a positive reinforcing one. So um, Nida talked about how, and, and I think Lauren probably touched on it, about how our environment is really important for it to be, you know, and a cultivating and relaxing, but also, you know, you have to have a workspace and like a relaxed space and um, creating those environments for yourself is just as important as the environment of our planet and you know, the wellness of our planet and taking care of that. Um, and then there's social, uh, financial wellness is the last one. And I don't know if I should talk about this one too much because I'm not the most financially uh, apt person. So hmm. if anybody else wants to talk about that, they can. But those are those are the eight. And um, it's just it, it's kind of guided me through my own um, experiences with like mental health just to, you know, tap back into that always and make sure that like you're you're not you know, investing way into just one thing. Awesome. Love it, Ari. Love it. Okay. That was great. Um, Nida, is there any last uh, minute tips, anything you want to add before we close up here? Yeah. You know, I, I wanted to talk um, briefly about like therapy. So I know this is a really, this is a really tough time. And I think if people are noticing that they're like in really great distress or maybe they're um, noticing some like substance abuse issues or they can't get out of bed, these are some examples of when you might want to seek like professional help, right? So um, telehealth, uh, teletherapy, therapy online basically is a really great resource right now. So there's a lot of different options um, for students, especially like they can go talk to their um, psychological services department at their school. That's kind of where I would start. Um, and then, you know, if even if they don't have those resources, they can give that student referrals um, there's also, if the student, the person has insurance, they can go through their insurance panels. Um, and then also there's specific apps now that are related to telehealth. So, um, like BetterHelp, for example, and, um, there's another one that I wanted to, BetterHelp's a big one. And then, um, Talkspace, I believe. So those are all, all provide online therapy. So this is, it's a really great resource right now. And it's going to help also slow like infection rates, right? Because we're not going to see someone in person. So I wanted to say that that is um, a really good resource right now for people that are struggling. Nida, have right. you heard if like maybe they are going to eventually like have insurance also included in telehealth? Will insurance be accepted I, for that at all? Yeah. In California, I know they passed some, um, some regulations right now that yeah. are allowing video therapy to be covered by insurance right now so that's a really good thing because sometimes it's not so I would recommend contacting your insurance company to see you know what the regulations are and then um it's, it's a great resource you know it's it is it's really effective way to get treatment and it opens access for a lot of people that might not be able to um seek services otherwise so I highly recommend it and that's what I'm doing in my practice now we're all doing online therapy right now online counseling and it's been great mm -hmm. so far yeah Awesome. Thank you for that, yeah. Nida. Of course, yeah. Lauren and Ari, anything last minute you guys want to add? 
Oh, well, so I was just going to follow up with the telehealth. Uh, we are doing telehealth stuff in Maryland and, you know, telehealth dentistry is a newer thing. It's actually, there's been a lot of studies in California and I think this pandemic is going to kind of change the dynamic to healthcare and really open up telehealth as more of a normal source of care. So mm-hmm. uh, the stuff they're doing in Maryland, I know that they're doing trials on are for people for people in nursing homes, like so people who are not ambulatory, who cannot normally receive care, or they need a caregiver to come with them. And so I think examples are like that are, are great ways to utilize telehealth. Yeah, wonderful. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm thank sure you. All of thanks for having us. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for having us. Great resources. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, guys, that'll conclude our interview today with the University of Maryland as the eBoard. We hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, leave us a good rating. Always email us your questions, your comments, your concerns. Help us make this the best podcast for you guys. And you guys can follow us on Instagram at dental.student.vibes, Facebook at Dental Student Vibes, Twitter at DSV Podcast, and be sure to check out our new Amazon eBook, Seven Hacks to Boost Your Dental School Application. And a new fresh out the box exclusive. Check out our awesome merchandise and cool gifts that we've created for you guys at Vibe Shop. It's all the t-shirts you could want, everything dental themed, everything dental inspired. We love dentistry, you love dentistry. Let's rep it on our t-shirts. Thanks guys, and as always, bye bye.